Welcome, welcome all to another episode of your favorite podcast. I am Redbeard. This Hampson Devil over here is Targo. Hello, how are you, How's buddy? How's it going, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Another beautiful day. What can I say? Down by the bay. <laughs> I just may. Get some hay? <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? Well, I will say that uh, today is the big episode. It's our Champions League preview and prediction show. We are the champions! <laughs> I should have put a disclaimer in there that the listener, you'd be deaf. But, surprise. <laughs> yeah. If you can still hear us, thanks for uh, following along. Make sure to check out our Facebook, our Facebook group, our Instagram, our TikTok, our Red, our uh, Redbubble, awesome merch there, kind of like this hat right over my shoulder. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel, like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Make sure to give us five stars on all your favorite podcast platforms, and please help us out. It really helps us get through that algorithm, push us out there, uh, and help promote the channel. We love you. Thank you so much. So, let's get into a couple pieces of news, because I feel like these needed to be said. I think you're forgetting something, man. What are you drinking? Yeah, I was trying to avoid that, because I got a real boring (laughs) beer today. Oh, no, not me. I'm I'm ready to (laughs) share mine. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll share mine first, because it's boring. I got... It's from Athletic Brewing Company. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought I would do this for the first time ever on the show. It's non-alcoholic. Judgment. Hard judgment. I also literally just realized that right now. Uh, It's Free Wave Hazy IPA, which explains why it's so damn boring. You're drinking juice. Juice water. Yep. Pop water. Pop, smells like juice I- water. It smells like an IPA. Well, at least how does it taste? Hopefully it doesn't taste bad. <sighs> one more try. <laughs> one more try. Couldn't judge it off the first sip. Got to get a second one in there, huh? It tastes like an IPA up front, like a hazy. Very juicy, fruity. And then it just, there's nothing. Because I got some on my base. Well, so, you enjoy that non-alcoholic yeah, beer, man. I'm like I have right now. This is from Skokum Brewery in Arlington, Washington. This is Amber's Hot Friend Amber Ale. Fuck you. You're like Taylor Swift, man, with the names of beers. Hit after <laughs> hit after hit. <laughs> I love the picture, too. Just this uh, pretty good-looking woman there. Maybe. Or I don't can. know. It's kind of a cartoon. Yeah, but... I don't know. But mine is not non-alcoholic. This is 5.1%. I know. I'm so bummed right now. I kind of want to just walk away and find something different. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm not the biggest fan of Ambers, but I do, we'll find out. I do love Ambers. The beer, that is. That is your classic solid Amber right there. 
Nice, which means you're not the biggest fan of it. Actually, I don't mind it. Okay. It's it's good. All right. Would for an amber, would drink it again. Ooh. Would drink it out again. Out of 10, Targo. Out of 10. Name I'm is give it... Name is an 11 out of 10. What is the taste <laughs> of it? I'm going to give it an 8. Ooh. Two eights in a row. You really Two eights are in a row, man. I am really picking Taylor Swift good. of beer drinking right now. We got eight after I, eight. You know what? Apparently picking the beer off just the can and the name. Not does a bad wonders. idea. Yeah, well, don't pick a boring one, clearly. Because that's then non-alcoholic. It turns out to be a non-alcoholic <laughs> beer. Fuck my life. Anyways, oh, let's get on to you. the news before I get more sad. Uh, okay. We ha- we just got two pieces. Uh, first one's a pretty big one. Paul Pogba has been suspended due to banned substances found in his drug test after the Juventus game against Udinese. Unused substitute decided to drug test him for some reason while he's looking for full fitness. I feel like this guy cannot catch a break at all. He's, there he's getting lots of breaks. In his body. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> he's not playing for Lack the past playing, however yes. many years. I understand that. But he faces a two to four year suspension pending the results of the second drug test. And it's looking like he's going to fail that one too. I feel so bad for the guy. He's 30. This, If he gets four year suspension, I mean, pretty much means his career is over. He admitted that he took some nutritional supplements that his friend in Miami recommended to him over the offseason, not knowing that they contained extra testosterone to lead to a positive drug test. He could also face criminal charges because drug doping is a criminal offense in Italy, which is even worse. So I got to ask then, is this the end for a player that has struggled so much with injury? Yeah, probably. Especially if there's so, a feels so bad for the guy. Yeah, you know he's had his injury troubles. And, you know, especially if you know they do decide to put a ban, whether it's one year, two year, whatever it is, four year. It's it's not looking good. I mean, he's thirty. I'm probably the wrong side of it. He was once considered one of the best midfielders in the world. Now this. It's a sad, sad day for Mr. Paul Pogba. Honest day, man. He was something to watch, too. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Not to mention, he just came out, I think it was like a week before this, and said that he wishes that like, he was not rich because he doesn't know who his real friends are. I did see that, yeah. So, I, I feel so bad for the guy. Like, he just can't catch a fucking break. Yeah, I mean... I feel bad, but at the same time, not too bad. I played for Man United. I was never well, one of our time, team's rivals. He is. But as ripped. a person and a human, yes, you feel bad. His injury troubles, now this, you know, it's not like he was, at least we don't know that he was out trying to get testosterone to boost his performance. It doesn't sound the, like it. The amount of money he has, you think he would hire somebody that would tell him you should take this or not. Yeah, some kind of... As that is my profession. Health professional. As that is my profession outside of this. Until you guys, you know, continue to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and get us through the algorithm. (laughs) 
that like Fantastic. it's not that expensive to just ask an opinion of a professional. It's not. With a guy who's got probably hundreds of millions of euros, dollars, whatever you want. I'm just saying. It's not that difficult. Poor life choices. On to other news, which is the last piece of news we have for today. Poland's national team coach, Fernando Santos, has been fired as the head coach of the Polish national team. He's also the same coach that was fired by Portugal after the World Cup due to his benching of Cristiano Ronaldo. Saw that. Yeah. So, not a lot of news in the football world this week. No. I mean, how's his record been? Has he been losing? I mean, he won his last qualifier with Poland, I believe. So here you go. They lost to Albania, but then they... Well, I would have fired him too if they lost to Albania. But then they beat Faroe Islands, and then they lost to Moldova before that in June. So, two of the three worst countries in the world, footballing-wise, or at least in Europe. I'm going to beat one of them. Okay. I was wrong that they won their last game, and uh, I would have fired him, too. That's all I got. That's Still all I got, too. <laughs> all you guys have all been waiting for, and gals, Champions League. Let's get to it. Group stage fixtures start on the 19th of September, which I believe is tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we got starting with Group E. There are, uh, you know, usually most of the games are all on the same time. There's quite a few games that are starting before the other ones. Yeah, it's so, interesting. Yeah. We're going to start with a big one. Lazio and Atletico Madrid. This could be a decider for, well, at least to see how this group will go. Yeah, I mean, these are... The two probably most favored teams, I would say, in this group. The other teams in that group are Feyenoord and Celtic. I would think Atletico finished top. We'll see. But in this game specifically, man, I don't know. Atletico have been playing pretty well in La Liga. Lazio, I don't know which kind of Lazio team you're going to get. The one that beats Napoli or, you know, a, a different team that loses to Genoa or... Loses to Lecce, so I mean, yeah, I I don't know, I I don't. Um, I mean, Atletico has scored seven. They scored seven goals against Rio Vallecano. They've only conceded one this season. You'd expect their defense to be as it always has been, fantastic. But can they score? That's that's the real, that's the real kicker there. <laughs> seven Lots- goals in the last game. <laughs> I know, I know. But it's in the bigger games. They decide to, you know, sit back a lot more, try to hit teams on the counter. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And Lazio, like you said, they're not off to a great start, largely due to a struggling midfield. But they did beat Napoli. So I don't think they'll be a pushover. I don't think they'll so, be a pushover. Like, I'm, I'm going to pick Atletico to win this game. But I I could see this being a draw. Yeah. I feel the same. I think Atletico will win this game, but it wouldn't surprise me either that it would be a draw. What would surprise me is if Lazio pulled out a win. 
So next up, Feyenoord against Celtic. Yeah, I mean, Celtic, obviously, Scotland, they're mm-hmm. doing well there. But Feyenoord have had a little bit of troubles in the Eredivisie. Not playing the best there. Oh, they you know, they hit a couple a speed bumps. I, I, I think I'm going to give it to Celtic, man. Okay. I feel like this could go either way. It could. It could. And I, because of that, in a ruckus atmosphere in Rotterdam, Feyenoord have been scoring goals for fun, but they also have a very leaky defense. So, Celtic's away form in European competitions in years past hasn't been convincing. So, I'm going to go with Feyenoord. Okay. I, I could go either way, I feel like, on this yeah. one. It, it, I think it'll be a close one. But, as far as points needed from that game, I feel like that is the most important part. If one of them can pull out a win, I feel like they will secure them not up. getting last place. Yeah, it sets them up well for the rest of the group. Yes. And then on the 19th, we, uh, you know, because we already had Lazio and Atletico Madrid, we decide, you know, why not just give everybody what they want right off the bat with the group of death? Why not? Group F, we start with a- AC Milan. Against Newcastle. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Oh, God, it's going to be so fun. AC Milan and Newcastle, man. This is, I uh, love the Champions League. Love it. So this one's in Milan. And we've seen AC Milan this season, man. They're cooking in Serie A. At the time of this recording, we haven't had the... Darby della Madonina. So we'll see yes. how that goes. And so they, they look good. Whereas Newcastle in the Premier League, they've had a rough schedule. Don't get me wrong there. Mm-hmm. But they have not impressed. No. Not like maybe in one game. That's that it. first one against that Aston Villa. Game. It's been a while since that game happened. And so I think they're struggling. I do think they'll be up for this game quite a bit, but because it's in Milan, I'm going with Milan. Okay. I mean, like you said, Newcastle finally back in the Champions League after a lengthy hiatus. They're totally going to be up for this game. Milan looked like one of the best teams in Europe so far this season. But I think because of this group, I think both teams will be cautious and look to avoid defeat where every point will count. So I'm going to go with a draw. A draw. Boring draw. Fine. Couldn't pick one, could ya? <laughs> no, I could not. Well, let's get to the other game in Group F. Yeah. Where you better have picked a winner. Yeah, I did. PSG and Dortmund. PSG, would their, will their new signings click? I mean, they spent an exorbitant amount of money. They don't have Neymar anymore. Mbappe's looking like he's back to his best. Who's going to win this game, Tardo? Yeah, PSG, man. Since Mbappe came back, they're scoring goals in Liga, winning games. And Dortmund looked like a shell of the former team from last year that almost won the Bundesliga. It's like they're still nursing that heartache from just missing out on that Bundesliga title. 
lost Jude Bellingham, their best player. Lost their one uh, way and one way only. They lost Rafael Guerrero as well, who had the most assists on the team. Where their goal is going to come from, I don't know. And yes, I agree with you. I think PSG's new signings start to click. Their extra depth in attack is going to make this Dortmund team look like a shadow of what what it was last season. Bappe back to his best, and this Dortmund side just they're in shambles right now. So, one way and one way only. <laughs> Yo, PSG for the win. And then on to Group G, we got young boys who are no slouches against RB Leipzig, who perennially get paired with Manchester City in the group stage. <laughs> yes, they do. And Leipzig have been playing good in the Bundesliga, man. You know, they had a rough start losing to Leverkusen, but mm-hmm. they beat Union Berlin and uh, Stuttgart. And don't forget that win against Bayern in the DF. DFB Cal Super Cup. Mm-hmm. But young boys, like you said, they're no slouches. They're not having uh they haven't been terrible, but they're not in great this this year. But last year they ran away with it. This was uh Super League. But this year, you know, like I said, New Year, they haven't had the best. Leipzig, they're heavyweights in this one, man. I gotta go with RP Leipzig. Yeah, I mean, Leipzig, Leipzig and attack on any given day, they look like they could beat anybody. Defensively, not so much. I still think that they're going to score a load of goals on young boys, even if they are no slouch and it's away from home. I'm sorry, I can't look past it. Red Bull Arena. Yeah. Okay, next we got Manchester City against Red Star Belgrade. Do I even need to say anything else about One way in, one way only. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Red Star. But even with a weakened Manchester City lineup, they will run them into the ground. I expect City to score three to five goals in this one. City all the way. One way. Does Calvin Phillips play? <laughs> I think he'd probably come off the bench. Yeah, I don't see why not. I don't think he starts. Not at all. Did you see that stat? He's played more games for England since his move to Manchester City than he has for Man City. Yeah. Uh, Harry Maguire is looking like he's going to creep up on that number too. So. <laughs> he might. He, I don't know. The way Man United's defense is uh, looking right now with the amount of injuries they got. Yeah. We'll see. All right. The last group on match day one. Group H, we start with Shakhtar versus Porto. This one is actually going to be played in Germany at Hamburg's Volksparkstadion. Who you got? Porto. (laughs) One one word and one word only. Yeah, I mean, it could be a tough, (laughs) tough affair. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think Shakhtar, a decent squad. I wouldn't say great, but decent. No. But I, I they generally I, put up an upset in the group stage, at least one. If they do one, then they hope it's probably against Barcelona. But I think I honestly I think Shakhtar will be fighting for that, that third place finish, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta go Porto. Yeah. I I agree. I mean Shakhtar, you're right. 
They're no pushover. Yes, they generally have one surprise in them in the Champions League. I mean, last year, I think they drew Real Madrid. But, so maybe a draw here. <laughs> but Porto are always class in the Champions League. So I re- expect them to get the result. Next up, Barcelona against Royal Antwerp. <laughs> yeah, Barca, Antwerp. Antwerp not off to the best start in the Belgian Pro League. Barca, I will say, have had some shaky performances in La Liga. But you still you still expect Barcelona to, to pull through this one. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I mean, I expect them to be much better in Europe this season than they were last season. And Antwerp, yes, they were one of the Cinderella stories of the season last year. But... I don't even think Barcelona are really going to even give them a sniff of the ball in their half. We'll see if they even get out of second gear. Yeah. Okay. On the 20th, we start with Group A, which is also a tasty affair. We got Bayern Munich against Manchester United at the Allianz Arena. Ooh. So as we were just discussing that Manchester United defense, man. We'll see who's back for it. Lissandro Martinez can get fit. He played in every minute of every Argentina game. In the, so there in you go. Break. So I think he's fine. I don't know why he went off during the Arsenal game. He's fine. We'll see who partners him. Is it Lindelof, Varane, Harry Maguire, Johnny Evans? <laughs> I'd expect Lindelof, but he <laughs> poses a great question. So, having said that, Bayern Munich man with Harry Kane, I hope he comes and punishes Manchester United, shows them what they could have bought instead of Vine Hoedlin, and just scores five goals. I don't... You know, with the way Manchester United's defense has been playing, even with healthy, when healthy, <laughs> you could be onto something. <laughs> Harry Kane has seamlessly entered this Bayern Munich side they got a new-look defense that's starting to click, a midfield that's looking to win the ball back every time they lose it, get the ball forward. I mean, you give their forward line the ball, every single time they have it is a chance to score. Even against this Manchester United defense, good or bad. But they're bad right now. They're bad. They just had... Don't look good. I mean, there's so many issues going on with Manchester United. Jaden Sancho, Eric Ten Hag, which we got into in the last podcast. And now you got no Anthony. An- is no is Anthony. he going to jail? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, they got, I mean, they got three wingers essentially in the squad in Palestri, Garnacho, and Rashford. They have, you know, Anthony Martial and Rasmus Hoyland up front. Okay. That doesn't scare anybody. I'm sorry. Not Bayern especially, Munich. Especially with the form that Marcus Rashford has been in this season. Not to What's mention... What's that mean? He hasn't been in bad form. He's popped up with a couple no, goals. No, but he's not in the form he was last season. I would say he just can't do it by himself. He did he's it been last doing. season. He's been scoring goals by himself. But when you can see three and get one... It... Yeah. Yeah. I, Bruno, I mean, it's just, honestly, players are underwhelming for Manchester United. Casemiro doesn't look as good as last year. Bruno Fernandes has moments, but I wouldn't say it's consistent. Erickson. And then no Luke Shaw. Yeah. 
Erickson's, you know, Varane's been injured. Yeah, I mean, they look like a shadow of what they were last season right now. Not to mention the off the field and injury problems. And you're right. I think Byron win this one. Yep. Next up, we got the other two in this group. Galatasaray against FC Copenhagen. Yeah, man, Galatasaray had a fantastic transfer window, got some good players. But on the under, other side of it, Copenhagen are killing it in Superliga right now. Uh, they're sitting in, you know, first place. So could this be an upset? Maybe, potentially? Potentially. I mean, there's always the potential for an upset, right? Like, it, it could always happen, but is it? I think I got to go with Gala on this one, man. Just yeah. the quality of players, I think, is what does it for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with the Turkish side as well. Not to mention they're at home. And, I mean, if you've seen any of the videos of them at home, it is They're wild. Those, stadium, those stadiums in Turkey are wild. Yeah. Not to mention, like you said, one of the best transfer windows in Europe. As uh, somebody said, in a previous episode, they have the potential to cause a lot of problems to a lot of teams in this year's Champions League. Yes. Copenhagen is not going to stand in their way. I think Galatasaray wins this one. On a group B. I think you're right. Well, thank you. On a group B, this is the group that you and I have been waiting for for, what, eight years now? Seems like forever. Seems like forever. We're going to start with Sevilla and Law. I feel like this one could literally go any which way. That's why I'm picking a draw, man. They're both (laughs) performing not well in their respective leagues. Law and Liga, Sevilla and La Liga. Like, let me look. I think Sevilla are in last place. I am right. They're currently... Currently, at the time of this recording, they they're in 20. They also start last season the exact same way. They did start terribly. And they won the Europa League and still got third place in their group. So I don't but know. But Long aren't too far behind and currently in 17th in Liga at the time of this recording. <laughs> so it's the battle of the two shit teams currently. <laughs> right? That yeah. performed well, here's what I'd say. Sevilla, I don't think, performed well last year, except for the Europa League, for as long, came close, man. Came in second. Yeah. Almost had that upset of PSG. They did come close. I'm going I'm to go with Sevilla in this one. I think them at home, Lons had to travel. Their European experience comes into effect here. And Lons is struggling so hard in what most people call a farmer's league. Sevilla always seem to show up in European competitions at huh. least enough oh, to so get they show third. up in the Europa League competition. Yeah. <laughs> at least enough to get third place in their group. They'll need the points, especially if they want to get back in the Europa League. I Where they're they nice and comfortable. <laughs> yes. And then we have the match you and I have been waiting for for so long. And it somehow happens to be the same opening game as the Europa League last year. Arsenal plays PSV. Okay. Cool. 
familiar territory, I guess. Just with a <laughs> yeah. different anthem. And more fans in the stadium. I think this one could be tough for Arsenal. It's at the Emirates. Of course, I'm going to pull for them. I'm going to say they win, but it could be tough. Yeah, especially because Arsenal makes their triumphant return to the Champions League, and most of these players don't have a lot of Champions League experience. That's true. You look at their lineup, who actually has Champions League experience? I would say Thomas Partey, but he's out injured. Mm-hmm. Mohamed um, al who's out injured. <laughs> uh, does Odegaard? I, he maybe played one game for Real Madrid, maybe. Otherwise, it'd like be like Gabriel Jesus and Jinchenko. Yeah, that's it. These are big nights. A lot of pressure. I mean, the Emirates has been one of the best stadiums to play in in the Premier League last season and this season. Well, maybe in a half a season, going back to the season before that. But I can't wait to see how raucous and how rocking the Emirates is once that Champions League music hits. Being back for after so long. And you got PSV, on the other hand, who seemed to always be in Europe. They were in the Champions League year before last. They're killing they caused, it in the They Dutch caused League. Arsenal a ton of problems in the Europa League last season. Cody Gakpo, I remember that. Yeah. However, they are without Cody Gakpo and Javi Simons, who tore up that Arsenal team last season. I think they'll cause Arsenal less problems at the Emirates than they would in Eindhoven. So, Arsenal for me as well. All right, man. So let's go to Group C, where we've got Real Madrid against Union Berlin. First game in the Champions League against... The most decorated club in the Champions League. You know, poor Union Berlin, man. They come off being top of the table in the Bundesliga. They lose to RB Leipzig at the time of this recording. That's their the last game they played. And then they play this Real Madrid team at the Bernabeu. That is just a behemoth to play in the Champions League. Like, literally, they've only really lost a against Manchester City. I love it. <laughs> they only really lost against Manchester City. Like, that's it. And that's, like, probably one of the greatest teams of all time. One way and one way only. (laughs) Yeah, I really do. Especially because it's at the Bernabeu. Like, Real Madrid don't lose very often. And in Europe, they don't really lose at the Bernabeu. It's a recipe for disaster for Union Berlin, especially with the nerves that they're going to have in this game. Could be nerves or excitement. You you don't know. Could be nerves of steel, but we know how that usually plays out in the Champions League. I'll say against Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, one way and one way only. Yup. What's the next game in that group? We got Braga against Napoli. Napoli, kind of wishy washy form wise this season. Braga yeah. not really off to a fast start either in Portugal. How do you see this one going? I think it's going to go Napoli's way. Yeah. Why? Just, they got, I think, the better players. I mean, Victor Osaman, Kivicic Kavarshelia. Really, who, who'd they lose? They lost Kim Min Jae, which it is showing in their, you know, 
the way they're playing defensively in mm-hmm. Serie A. But they still got that attacking prowess, so I think they can still get it done. Yeah, I mean, they lost a little bit of depth. The players returning to their parent clubs on loan, from loan. Lost Chucky Lozano, so Chucky yeah. Chucky Lozano, yeah. Um, I mean, you could say Tunga Dombele, but how much did he really play last season? Yeah, he came off the bench, so... <laughs> Yeah, even though they're not off to the hardest hottest starts in this area, uh, I can't see them losing this game, man. Like Agreed. Braga's been struggling to this season. They barely made it past Panathinaikos in qualifying. I just feel like Napoli will be up for this one. And, I mean, we saw what they did in the group stage last season. They thrashed Liverpool. Oh, phenomenal last season yeah. but that was last season that was not the same team but i still think they beat Braga. yeah yeah group d now we got benfica i get against rb salzburg i feel like this one could be pretty close yeah salzburg generally are pretty good and they, they are they do have an upset in them and Benfica, you know, they're not off to again to the best start in Portugal. I mean, they lost their star striker. They did. They Ramos, but they did they sign lost... Angel Di Maria for a swan song. An aging Angel Di Maria. My point was going to be that that's not a good replacement. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Concalo Ramos for Angel Di Maria. No, thank you. Yeah. I think this one could end in a draw, if I'm being honest. Wow. Of all the games, you picked this one as a draw. I mean, they still got, don't get me wrong, Benfica. They still got, you know, Rafa Silva, Xiao Mario, Otamendi. But, yeah, I'm going to... also have Antonio Silva, who seems to be the next Gavardial. Just saying. That's true. He does look like a good defender. But man, just RB Salzburg. I feel like they're just usually put up a good squad. And so that's why I'm going to go for a draw. Yeah. I mean, you, you, our, Salzburg has, you know, put out such great players in the recent years. I mean, yeah, Holland, Minamino. I guess there's probably a lot more, but I can't think of any. I mean, and then in the Austrian Bundesliga, they're they're in first place, RB Salzburg. With currently six wins out of six games. 16 goals and two goals against. Yeah, and I mean, the way that they play and how they've been in recent years, I mean, they're part of that Red Bull group, so they get lots of players on loan as well. Yeah, they do. But Benfica's at home, and I can't see Salzburg beating them or even drawing them at home. Oh, really? In Salzburg, maybe a different story, but I'm going for Benfica in this Okay. Next up, the big match in this group, at least of match day one. Real Sociedad against Inter. Woo-wee! So last year's finalists, Inter Milan, who are doing well in Serie A. We'll see how they do again. They're, they're doing okay. The Milan Derby. They're doing okay. Yeah. Versus Real Sociedad. You know, I wouldn't say they're doing Bad. great. They've been good, but they can't score goals. That's their problem. And it was their problem last season. 
I mean, they've been doing terrible. They got seven goals in four games in La Liga. I, I would say Sociedad have quality players. Yes. Kubo looks fantastic this season. But so has Letaro Martinez, Marcus Turam, and that defense has been impenetrable. So I'm going with Inter Milan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was wondering when that little bit of the rant would take a turn. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm so excited to see this combination of Martinez and Turam and just to see them show the world what they're all about. Inter have impressed, like seriously impressed this season as they look to repeat their Champions League performance from last season. Sociedad, I know they can surprise some teams in the Champions League. I don't expect them to go down without a fight. But at the end of it all, I think with this Inter Milan defense and Real Sociedad's kind of a lack of an end product against bigger teams in front of goal, I think it'll be their undoing, and I pick Inter to win this one. Probably by a couple of goals. So that's it for the group stage games. There were a lot of them. As there should be, I guess it's the group stage. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> let's get to some predictions, because we know this is what you've all been waiting for. It really is. Group stage predictions. Who's going to finish where in the groups? And we're going to go in alphabetical order. So group A, Fargo, hit me with it. So yeah, who's going to make it out of the group? Who's going to go to the Europa League? And who goes home? So Group A. Group A was Bayern Munich, Manchester United, FC Copenhagen, and Galatasaray. So I'm going to go Bayern Munich to finish top of the group. I'm going to get Probably it out no of surprise. So Probably no surprise. Probably no surprise. No <laughs> surprise. Second, though, I'm going to go Manchester United... Galatasaray to the Europa League and then Copenhagen to go home. Okay. Well, I don't disagree with the Copenhagen to go home. You think Gala are going to make it to that? uh... I'm picking Galatasaray to be second in the group and Manchester United to go to the Europa League. Yes, I am. Galatasaray in attack. Absolutely fantastic. The longer this season goes on, the better they're going to get. And Manchester United with their injury woes of defense. That scared me. Not in a good way. <laughs> you know, I almost want to argue you, argue with you, but I don't think I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just this so I'm Manchester not going United to. squad defensively is troubling. And not to mention this group stage will essentially be over before the next transfer window. I'll just be quiet and sit my Amber's hot friend. Yeah, well, my non-alcoholic one's gone. I had to go get some bourbon. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> much stronger. So, yes, I'm going Bayern, Galatasaray, Manchester United, FC Copenhagen to go home. So, not much different, okay. but a different team in the knockout round. Group B. I expect this to be exactly the same. Okay, so I mean, we got in Group what? B, Sevilla, Arsenal, this? PSV, and Lyon. I'm going to go with, based on the logic that we had in our predictions, I'm going to guess what you already have because it's going to be the same as mine. Because Sevilla is going to get the Europa League spot. 
Well, You're not wrong. Last place. So that means PSV and Arsenal make it to the knockout round. This is who finishes top of the group. Yes. So I do have <laughs> Arsenal finishing top, PSV, Sevilla, and then Long. Yeah, Sevilla going alert. back to where they're more I'm comfortable. The same. <laughs> I have the same. Well, Hopefully Arsenal fun. don't finish second because then we know who they're going to draw. It's going to be Barcelona or Bayern Munich. That's going to happen. <laughs> Happens it's every single time. Bayern, yeah. I hate it. Please finish first place, Arsenal, and let you all. You gotta of beat the best. To... You do, but you, you would rather be not the best. play them the first round of the knockout round. You'd rather Get the play tough teams over with. Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> I'd rather play Barcelona than Bayern Munich. Sure. Yes. Okay. Group C. I assume this will also be the same. Based on the teams in the group. Yeah, Group C, you got Napoli, Real Madrid, Braga, Union Berlin. I went with Real Madrid to finish first, Napoli second. Poland for you, Union Berlin, to make it back into that Europa League. And then Braga, see you later. Yeah. I'm going to say that mine is slightly different. No, I'm kidding. That's exactly the fucking same. <laughs> Real Madrid first, Napoli second, Union Berlin third, Braga. Bye bye. And this group writes itself. I'm sorry. The I'll only surprise would have be, an upset in there. We'll I see. I was gonna say the only upset would be if Union Berlin found their feet in the Champions League. I don't think Braga will surprise everybody. That's it. Group D. We got Inter Milan. Real Sociedad, Benfica, and RB Salzburg. This one could go any of a multitude of ways. I feel like it could. I mean, so we both can agree. Enter Milan. Yeah. To get out of their group. Probably yep. finishing first. Yep. And this is where it could get a little wishy-washy. It depends it on which dicey. teams show up. I feel like group, like match day one is going to make a huge difference on where these teams finish. How so? Well, goal differential is probably going to play a part. So it's how bad does Inter beat Real Sociedad or not? And then RB Salzburg, are they going to be the upset? Are they going to upset Benfica? Or is Benfica going to blow them out of the water? Because if Benfica blows them out of the water, they have the goal differential. And every point is going to count in this group. So what are your picks? I got Inter Milan finishing first. Yeah. And then I went with Real Sociedad, Benfica, and RB Salzburg. Okay. Proving my point exactly. Every point is going to matter. Especially Very much so. Because you picked Inter or you picked Inter to beat Real Sociedad. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. So that means they're going to start three points behind Benfica. You did pick a draw in that game. If I'm not mistaken. I did. So one point according to you, which means they're still in it. Game is going to be huge when they play each other. I'm going to go the other way. Interim Benfica going to win the first game. They're going to be the two out of the group because, well, Benfica perennially in the Champions League surprise a lot of people and make it further than you'd expect them to. Inter, best team in this group by far. Real Sociedad in the Champions League. I just I don't think they're going to score enough goals. And RB Salzburg, maybe they get an upset against Sociedad. 
but I don't think other than that they win any games. So. Well, I think you're wrong. <laughs> you often do. I think so. that have quality players that they can get it done. Okay. Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> Watch these games and find Watch out. These what... games. Yeah. Group E. Group E. Yeah, Atletico, got... Atletico Madrid. Feyenoord. Lazio. And Celtic. This group, I feel like, is sneakily difficult. Sneakily difficult, he says. Sneakily. Sneakily. Yeah, it it really is. Yeah. I mean, I think, you think of Celtic Park. I believe that's their stadium. I could be completely off the park with that one. But they're tough to play at home no matter what. No matter who they're playing. Especially in the Champions League. Away from home, not so much. But, like, those games could make this group for all the teams. Yeah, and you're right. It is Celtic Park. Ah, this one, I'm I'm going Atletico, Lazio, Celtic, Feyenoord. Okay. Having watched Feyenoord in attack, they impressed me a lot. They're going to cause some trouble for a lot of teams. Not Atletico, but the rest of the teams in this group. So Atletico, obviously, is going to finish first. The experience, Diego Simeone, that defense. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they made it out of this group with six goals scored and zero against. <laughs> Literally one goal a game. Wouldn't be surprised. The Atletico way, the Diego yeah. Simeone way. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised. Feyenoord, on the other hand, is going to score a ton of goals and let in a ton of goals. And I think they're going to finish second. You think Feyenoord's going to finish second? Yes. Feyenoord finished second. Lazio are going to miss Milinkovic Savic so much in that midfield because he created so much, scored so many important goals. They did not do a good job of replacing him. I'm sorry, I don't think they're going to make it out of this group, but they'll make it into the Europa League. I have them in third, and sorry, Celtic fans. Have you finishing last? Here's why I'll tell you you're wrong. Celtic at least have experience in the Champions League, quite a bit of it. And do you remember who their last manager was? Yeah, and Postacoglu. How's Tottenham playing right now? Because that's how they were playing under Ange. Yes, but guess <laughs> who's not their coach? fun, attractive guess football. Guess not their coach anymore. And Postacoglu, not their coach. It's Brendan Rodgers. So another experienced coach is what you're telling me. Yes, but not one that is that good anymore. He did fantastic for him the first time he was there. Yeah. How long ago was that? Oh, I don't remember how long ago it was, <laughs> if I'm being honest. This is football. You got to evolve with the times. He clearly did not. He got fired from Leicester City of all teams. Now he's coaching Celtic. Great. He's great in the league, but you're coming up against a group that has got fantastic teams in it. Going to challenge him. I'm not saying this is going to be a blowout. I say that this is going to be decided by one or two points for every single spot. I just think Celtic have enough, man, to get above Feyenoord. No matter how it finishes, I think this group might be the closest group. I think the bottom two or three will be close. 
It's all going to depend on how many goals Atletico scores. Yeah, yeah. Okay. To the group you've all been waiting for, the group of death. It is the most exciting group. It's got top-class teams in all four positions. we got PSG, Borussia Dortmund, Newcastle, and AC Milan. This group could literally go any way. It really could. It really could. And somehow, I bet we picked the same teams. I bet we did, man. So, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start with the last place team. The way they've been playing so far in the Bundesliga. Gotta be Borussia Dortmund. I I agree with you, and it's mostly because, especially for his new team, and how improved they are because of him, Jude Bellingham, man. He left Dortmund. They are a shadow of what they were with him last season. They're shit. Let's be honest. (laughs) Real Madrid is definitely profiting from this transfer. Dortmund, yeah, I have him in last place too. First place. We'll we'll start with the first place now. I'm going to go PSG. I mean, how could you not? It's tough with the superstars they got on that team, man. You've seen their signings. It's not the big three that did not have any chemistry anymore. It's like a big five. <laughs> yeah. Young players, too. Hungry, not Young old. Young players. Older and guys at the end of their career. they got rid of old players, at least as far as I know. I mean, they got rid of Verratti, Messi, Neymar, Captain Ramos. Bappe. They got Goncalo Ramos. They sold Sergio, Sergio Ramos. Ramos. Yes. Well, they let him go for free, and I don't blame them because he barely played. So, I mean, they look. That attack looks like they could beat anybody on any given day. It depends if with Mbappe in it. Yes, they they look like they could. Like if these these guys click up front, they could make a deeper run than they did with Neymar and Mbappe. They they might. Yeah. Until they get up against a Man City or PSG, well, or, a team or with a Bayern solid or... solid defense. Yes. But yeah, first place. PSG. But it's that second, third position. Milan or Newcastle? Milan or Newcastle? Red I'm going to go white, Milan. Black and white. Red and white. Black yeah. and white. I'm going Milan and then Newcastle just because Milan have the experience. I do think Newcastle will be up for it, but their performances this season have disappointed. And so that's why I got to go Milan. I'm going to go Milan too, mostly because of how impressive they've been this season. Not only defensively, but especially going forward. Holy cow, are they dangerous. Newcastle, until they get Sven Botman back, I'm sorry. I just don't think they're going to keep the ball out of the net. He's that well, important. Their one. players need to perform better, like yeah. Bruno Guimaraes, Nick Pope. Even Sandro Tonali. He had a great first game, but he's been kind of absent ever since then. Fabian Schar as well. like. You can say it all over the park, but they're in the toughest group playing at the toughest stadiums in a Champions League that they haven't played in in a very long time. (laughs) Yes. So I have them in the Europa League, where they will do very well, in my opinion. Yes, they could. Okay, just to confirm, we both have PSG finishing first, Milan second, Newcastle third, Borussia Dortmund. Bye-bye. Last place. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
All right, Group G. Um, this might be the easiest group to actually predict. Yeah, I mean, you got Man City, RV Leipzig, Red Star Belgrade, and Young Boys. Obviously, City first, Leipzig second. So who do you got for third? Young Boys. Red Star. Same. Same. Yep. Yeah. Kind of figured that. That was an easy group. uh, I feel like. Yeah. And then this next one is going to be the same. Group H. You got Barcelona, Porto, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Royal Antwerp. I'm going to guess we're the same. Barca. (laughs) What's that? I said it's pretty straightforward, ain't it? Yeah, Barca, Porto, Shakhtar, <laughs> Antwerp. <laughs> yep, 100%. So uh, with that all said, that's how we finish the group stage. Now let's get to, well, we got to have it. We have it in every episode. Our Fab Five games to watch, Champions League edition. So, Targo, let's go it's through. More li- yeah, it's more like six, games. though. It's more like six because like you have to check out five, all group F. Five with a shout. Oh, maybe seven with a shout. Six with a shout. That's what I meant. Six with a shout, yeah. Six with a shout. Uh, okay, so yeah, obviously number one is both of the group F, group F games. These AC are all Milan, on Newcastle. Tuesday, September 9th. Yeah, yeah, AC Milan versus Newcastle and PSG versus Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to the non-group F games. What to watch on Wednesday, the next yeah. the next day. Yeah. Well, I will give a shout to games that are on Tuesday. There's one other one that I will say it might not be the most entertaining game, but it will mean a lot, which is Lazio against Atletico Madrid. But yeah, I'm watching Newcastle AC Milan. I think oh. it's Oh yeah. Hundred percent. And then on replay okay. I'll watch the other one. <laughs> yeah. On Wednesday well, duh. It's going to be Group A's Bayern Munich and Manchester United. Yeah. The number, well, as one of the games. I'm going to watch all of them just as you are, but... That will be the one I watch live. <laughs> yes. Same. Uh, newcomers Union Berlin against Real Madrid. It's you got to watch the best in the competition. You got to watch the new boys, man. got to. Uh, Real Sociedad against... Oh, of course. Yeah, even if it is. Um, I don't expect it to be, but I still expect Madrid to win. And then we got Real Sociedad against Inter Milan. It's going to be a big deal for that group, how that game finishes, especially in Yeah, especially if you have Real Sociedad not making it out. Well, I mean, we both have Inter, so I'd expect them to win this game. So Yes, we did both pick Inter. And then uh, our personal pick, because duh, I honestly will probably be watching this one live rather than the rest of them. Mostly <laughs> for the pregame festivities, because I want to hear the Emirates erupt when the Champions League anthem plays. It's Arsenal against PSV. Same as last year. Okay. Now on to our final predictions. This could uh, violently change based on the uh, <laughs> the draw after the group stage, but you know what? We're sticking to our guns. This is going to be June 1st, 2024 at Wembley Stadium. Who's in the final, Targo? 
I am going in the final. Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. Wow. And I have Bayern, Bayern Munich to win it. At Wembley, where Harry Kane thrives. <laughs> That's right. It's stomping grounds, man. Yep. Well, I'm going to go with Bayern Munich as well. Because in January, they're going to sign Jao Paulinha and fortify that midfield, which will make them much, much better. But I'm going to go with the surprise team in the final along with them. It's a long shot because it's only ever happened once and they got screwed. Arsenal in the final. A long shot or a bias shot? It's a long shot. This is not a bias shot. I think it's a bias shot, but okay. Nope. It's a long shot. <laughs> Because if I went biased, I would have picked them to win it, but I didn't. I picked Bayern Munich. Harry Kane gets his first Champions League, and I gotta say, Targo, get out of my fucking head. <laughs> the same shit as me all the fucking time. You get out of if, my head, man. If I get the final right, I'm switching. I'm going to Arsenal just so we have different picks. Well, I would obviously cheer for them too, but I would too. I honestly wouldn't think they're gonna win it if they did play Bayern Munich. But if for some odd reason, some wild chance in hell, I got Arsenal right to go to the final. I'll, it doesn't I'll, matter who they're playing. I don't care who they're playing. I'm going to be celebrating either way. So. Well, this was fun. This was our Champions League edition of Bruising Banter FC. Bye, fans. For real fans. Don't forget to check out our Facebook, Instagram, the TikTok. And, of course, the Red Bubble. Get all of the sweet merch. Help us keep doing this. We appreciate your help so much. Give us five stars on all your podcast listening platforms. And, of course, don't forget to hit like, subscribe on the YouTube. On that note, man, we love you guys. Thank you so much. As always, hey, you finally got some good, some real stuff there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Need it. <laughs> no non-alcoholic crap. But as always, it's cheers. Still left in here, by the way. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Mix it. I'm sure it's good. Make that non-alcoholic alcoholic. <laughs> uh, uh, on that note, uh, bye. Uh, cheers, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>